Good afternoon. Welcome back to a special card authority. Footy Stars 2023 has just been announced. And it's a little bit different here in the studio today. Normally we have, well, a man that won't stop talking and uh, one of the great men of the league, Adam Janky, but he's away. And I've got the one and only Thomas Butters joining us today. Welcome, Butters. Your first uh, first dive into card authority. Yeah, thank you very much, Andrew. Port Jeffries. Don't know how to sort of introduce you. Oh, I go by a lot, lot of different names. But yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Um, obviously, I've been doing uh, the Card Authority social media content for the last little bit, so it's kind of nice to be in front of the camera instead of behind it. So I'm excited to talk about Footy Stars today. And you've been doing a fantastic job. So not only the social media on Card Authority, you've sort of grabbed by the reins over the last couple of months, but also the written content. So the Card Authority website has now got a training camp, heaps of articles to help you um, understand more about how to interact in the community, do simple things like mailing, use eBay, do trades, um, all our news articles. There's a whole range of things there. So if you haven't checked it out, go and see some of Butter's fantastic work, cardauthority.com.au, and of course, all our social media channels. Everyone's piling into the stream. Hello, everyone. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen, Glenn, Stacy, Poochie. Welcome aboard, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this Saturday afternoon for Footy Stars. All right. As always, uh, we have been diving into this over the last 15 minutes. Um, it's, well, I mean, what do you, what's your early take on Footy Stars? I thought it was, I think the designs, I think Select have really leveled up with their Series 1 uh, insert designs. Like when we were watching the video, we were just saying like, as, as the early cards are coming out, like the commons and the mascots and the essentials they just didn't really miss with the design yep so i think that's a massive positive from uh they seem really they seem really clean yes yeah really clean mm. um and what we sort of forget about it is that this is a mass market series one release the milestones for example you whack a number on the back of those that's easily a 1.5 or a series two release they're they're really really nice looking cards 100 percent. that's what yeah specifically with like the milestones and um, yeah, and the essentials even, if you whack a number yep. on the back of some of them, like they're very clean and I'm sure the market will take very, and collectors will take very fondly to them. I agree. So look, we'll talk about the essentials in a little bit because there's obviously something a little bit different this year about it. Um, I will cover a few, just the logistical things straight off the bat because I can see people asking about it. So SEC has opened now. So if you're an SEC member, um, as always, you are guaranteed a box of every release. This year, you can buy up to six boxes of the retail product, or you can buy a case, which comes with two 300-game case cards, and one in every seven cases has a signature, one of the limited edition 300-game signatures. You cannot buy both. So make sure you don't go and buy a case and then go and buy a couple of boxes your orders will get cancelled. The hobby product, you can buy two boxes of the hobby with whatever you then also buy with the retail product. You can't order them on the same order. They've got to be ordered separately. As with all the select drops, you've got to make sure that you don't put other things in your cart. They need to be separate purchases. So 
all those details are on the SEC page, which you can have a look. You've got until Tuesday, 7 p.m. to put your SEC orders in. Otherwise, any outstanding allocation will go to the general sale, which is Sunday at 2 p.m. So I will run over all that again. The checklist and the whole product file is now loaded on the select site. We've also already dropped the checklist on really good vibes. We'll post it up on Card Authority later today as well. So uh, $1,260 for a case, which is 12 boxes. Again, comes with two case cards and one in every seven cases will have the 300 game signature. The hobby product, you can have up to two boxes with your SEC. That is only available on the select website and selected hobby stores. So RGB collectibles will obviously be selling the hobby product as well, as long as, you know, as well as a couple of the other major stores. Um, that hobby product, which we'll talk about in a second, um, you know, in a nutshell, they saw what they did with Jumbo last year. There was lots of feedback, bit of criticism here or there, but it, it's really good in early signs that they've made some really solid changes to that. Yeah, it's really good. Well, I guess uh, what was revealed in the video with the hobby releases, ultimately the death of your baby, uh, Prestige. Yeah, yeah, it's gone. Well, we did say only a couple of days ago, we had a huge debate on Card Authority about whether or not Prestige would be back and if it should be back. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, you know, obviously we all joke that Jenks don't select, but mm -hmm. Jenks was sitting here really worried that they might do Prestige again. So again, it's fantastic that they've had a look at what the market is saying and they've acted on it. Mm. Um, there's lots of questions coming through. We will get to some of them. Let us just run through a few of the, um, the details first. So um, the retail product, huge result for me. Huge I, result. I agree. No starburst <laughs> this is the main thing that you brought up Kim, <laughs> during the video long gone are the starbursts income what i think are a very good looking uh yep. replacement in the mascots yep um also including of course so it's got the women's as well in the mascots yes, it has the women's i I'm think there's like yeah you're right yep there's about 30 to 40 women mascots and from 91 to... So there's 20, it looks like there's 25 AFLW mascots, which is great. It's good that they've now pulled that into a release. Um, I think the mascots are a perfect card, especially to tie in with what effectively Footy Stars is, is a, someone used the term, a gateway drug. Yes. It's, it's, it's a great way to get kids in. Kids are going to want to collect those cards. The superstar cards and the other cards are obviously look fantastic design wise, but it's a fun card for, well, I'm going to collect a set of those, but I think it's a fun card for kids to really sink their teeth into. Well, yeah, Footy Stars is a feeder product. It's what kicks off the new year. It's what gets fresh eyes onto our community, into our hobby. And I think if you can touch all demographics within that uh, specific release, it can only mean good things for the future and yep. the progression of this year's releases. Um, Robbie's just pointed out 36 AFLW mascots, two per team. Um, yes, you're right. My maths is obviously running very fast, Robbie, as I'm trying to calculate. But yeah, card number <laughs> 91 to 26. So you are right, Robbie. So two per team for the AFLW, which obviously makes sense now. And I think what we've seen now is that not only in AFL circles, having a full 18 teams for AFLW 
allows them now to integrate that. And one of the things that I've noticed that they've integrated that with, and I'm jumping a little bit to the hobby, is the Spectrums. Yes. So the Spectrums are back. There's only two of them. I think one in every two boxes, one in every two boxes. Um, the first card is the Captains um, for both men and women. And the second card is the best and fairest for men and women. Yes. Um, which is great. I mean, straight off the bat, there are two numbered AFLW cards mm -hmm. in the first release of the year. Yeah, for sure. And like at the end of the day, when you're trying to tailor a kid's product as well, you have to take into account potential female collectors that are coming into the hobby as well. Yeah, female kids. Female kids. Yep. And it's good that there's some representation across the board. Yep. So, yeah. So, really good we're going to run through all the sets obviously um the commons look really clean it sort of had a little bit of a dominance 2019 kind of common feel to it which yeah. is a, a really good looking card um the parallel so we saw that very early on in the video and well done to lynn lynn did a fantastic job obviously there was um a few people talking to her ear and a few little technical issues but she really showed off the cards and the common it it had this, um, it reminded me a little bit of, remember those superhero refractors from, oh, I can't remember what select release it is, but it had a really shiny sort of feel to it. Um, so for a, a common parallel, which is one in two packs, yep, so there's going to be 18 of those in a box. That's going to be a good looking set and, you know, a level up from what they did last year with the sunrises and the sunsets. Yeah, I'm a big fan of rainbow foil on a lot of cards and seem to have opted with it with a lot of the finishes. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think if you're going to collect a common set and if they're one in every two packs and maybe you may as well stretch yourself and try collect the holographic. And Stan Stanley's just pointed out to me there's 2015 champions that had the refractors. So they certainly look very much like that. Um, so look, really good job with that. The essentials we'll come back to in a second. The milestones we've talked about look like a really clean design. They're obviously unnumbered um, and all the standard sort of 100 games, 200 games, 250 games, which is great. Let's get to the classified. What were your early takes on the classified? Um, really like the acetate. Yep. I think they've included acetate in a couple of the inserts with um, also the essential, which I'm sure we're going to touch on later. Yep. Um, what it reminds me of, sort of, it's a bit of a weird comparison, but in the US market, they have like the contenders tickets. It's sort of like got that sort of design about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and I just, yeah, it's really popular. I like how the number is very clearly um stated on the front and back of like where they are in the 150. I think that was cool because yep. I remember they flipped around the card and Big Day cost was 52 and I was like, oh, it's 52 already. <laughs> yep. Um but yeah, I what did you think of the classifieds? Um I fundamentally really like it. I like acetate cards. I like the idea of it looking a little bit like a newspaper. Yeah. I always had this feeling last year when they did the classifieds. It wasn't a term that was used regularly in AFL data circles, which is obviously my background in history. Um, as far as I know, it's based on um, almost the AFL ranking points. Um, I don't know if it's really fantasy, but it's... Yeah, the rank. Well, there's there's sort of like... They're aligned a little bit. Interchangeable a little bit. Yeah, and I always thought the term of AFL classified felt a little bit weird. Um, but now tying it in with what it looks like, kind of like a newspaper... That works. Classified. 
at cost five, that absolutely works. Yeah. So I think that not only design wise and aesthetically it looks really good, but I think they've tied the name of the card into something that's tangible and actually makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's a good result. I think the yeah. cut sides are going to be fun. And again, um, one in thirty six packs. So that's a box yeah, hit. Box hit. Yep. Uh, numbers. What did you think about the numbers? Um, they've obviously changed the design. I think Will, one of the our fine employees or my co-worker yep. um, noted that they've actually changed how the numbers are in the back. It was apparently the same number that the player wore um, on their jersey and just like replicating the back, but they've actually changed the design. So that's why it looks slightly different. Yep. Um, again, I thought it looks good, um, but we'll never, we don't know what cards look like until they're in hand. Yeah. And that that's something that Jenks has mentioned many, many times. And we've all mentioned on the stream that, you see a card or a picture in a checklist, you see Lynn hold it on camera, until you actually hold it in hand, it's hard to see how good they actually look. Um, but from early signs, they certainly, um, the design looks clean, they look shiny, which was mentioned multiple times on the select stream. It, it feels like it's a, um, it's a well-produced product. Box hit as well, I don't, I can't, exactly remember what the hit rate was like with the daylight numbers and and the midnights i think i think they're a box hit as well box hit as well yep. okay so similar hit rates um yeah i think they look good um if they've obviously brought that over from last year's release so yep yeah. um so it moves on to predictors so obviously the brownlow predictors everyone knows what the gold brownlow predictors are um, one in every two boxes so six of those per case which is great Common metal predictor, which they've brought back. Carlton has certainly taken the lion's share of those over the last couple of years. Premiership predictors. Now there's going to be two variations, which we'll talk about shortly. But the new addition, which I know you were very excited about when it came out on stream, the rising star predictor. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Well, I'm excited because a lot of my collecting pickups and what I base my collection around is a lot of rookie cards. Um, so it's nice to, and obviously rookie cards are something to be expected in series two and with the inclusion of supremacy rookies, like a pre, uh, end of season premium release. Um, so it's nice to feel like I have a chase in series one, even if my motivations aren't like strictly within series one. So it's yep. not, I feel like I'm involved in footy stars now, which is great. Okay. That's a good, that's a good way of looking at it. And I guess we've really seen, we've talked about this lots and lots that the market is becoming more speculative mm -hmm. so people want to be able to speculate on these cards premiership predictors and brownlow predictors um pretty much play out for themselves but rising star because it's a voted medal at the end of the year granted nick dacos was an absolute runaway winner um this year um but it's nice that that market and that type of card is going to be wide open relatively to the end of the year, unless there's some, you know, runaway like Ashcroft or something like that. Well, with the premiership predictors and the Coleman predictors as well, I think they're a little bit less volatile um, in the sense that like with the rising star and the uh, Brownlow predictors, you can get suspended you can get injured and it, and it really affects the value and the speculation behind That's that card. Point. Whereas with the, uh, Coleman and the Premiership predictor, like, albeit you can, the leader of the Coleman can get injured, but there's just that that less of a 
volatile sort of approach. It's less like uptick, downtick, which could really happen with the uh, brown line rising star drifters. Yep. Yep. Like it. That moves on to the iconic. Now, um, this might be a classic situation of seeing how these cards look. To me, I don't know. Like, I, I'm still not 100% on those. I think the player representation is really good from what I could tell and quickly looking over the checklist. Um, the cartoony sort of aspect of the photo or the face on it, yeah. um, I guess it's going to be a little bit of a wait and see. It looks like there is four per team, one per case. Packets. Yep, one per case. Um, so that will be interesting to see as kind of number to 70, one of the bigger chase cards in the set. Um, are they going to be the sleeper? Are they going to be something that come out and we go, wow, we really misjudged that from the video stream? Um, I guess it's going to be a wait and see with that one. But I didn't, uh, I didn't overly love the look of them on camera, but maybe too early to tell. One thing I will say is that I do like, because um, in Select's history, up until about the headliners, there hadn't been too many headshot sort of cards. Okay. And I I do, I am a fan, maybe not of like the caricature sort of thing, but I'm like with the Matrix and um, the headliners, I do like how they're trying something different with like different angles, like more like a player profile headshot. So I like what they were thinking with it. It's just whether it'll be executed or not. Yep. Yep. So I look forward to seeing that. So that moves us on to the hobby release. And this is probably one of the things that I can give a big tick for Select on. Last year when they did the retail release and the jumbo release, there was huge um, criticism is probably the right word, that there were too many sets to chase, that there were cards in the retail set that were then effectively a parallel version in the jumbo. So you had team set collectors and master set collectors having to get huge volumes of cards. Well, they've taken that on board and that actually not created parallel versions. They've brought those inserts from retail, put them into the hobby version, but then added a few extras. So to me, that gives some nice separation between retail and hobby. Um, we've talked many times that the market is guilty of trying, the hobby market is guilty of trying to turn footy stars into a hobby product. Mm -hmm. Well, now they've given us something that is a little bit more expensive, have some higher value chase cards in the form of the predictors and the spectrums, and but you can still get the cards you need for your set for footy stars that are in the normal product. So I think that is a huge tick and something that they've learned and grown from. Um, and I think the price point separation is good. You know, having a little bit of a difference and a cheaper way to get in with the mainstream product is really positive. So one of the cards that they have added to the hobby release is the Carbon. Straight away when this came on screen, I, I said to you guys, that just looks really, really nice. You were drooling. I was drooling, yeah. Because it's it's kind of got the same feel as a blank slate. Yes. But it looks like it's got... Like canvas. Blank canvas, sorry, blank canvas. Um, that it's got that cat eye board that they yep. printed the classifieds on yes, last year. Yes. And it kind of looks a bit scaly. Mm -hmm. um, so again, look forward to holding that card in hand. I think that will be something very good. Me too. I wasn't as into it as you are. So I'm interested to see if our opinions sort of meet in the middle or I reach your expectation of, wow, this could really 
yep. make the hobby rise product. And only number to 195 glasses. Um, uh, to a box. Yeah, to a box. So 18 packs in a in yep. the hobby box. So yeah, to a box, um, number to 195. So that's a good addition. Spectrums we've already talked about. Good to see they're back. I wonder if they're going to be the same sort of design or they're going to be a little bit more color blasty. I think that's what they're leaning towards with um because last year that was when everyone was speculating everyone was like oh they're, just, they're gonna like bring color blast to the afl market and then the design for the spectrum story came out and then it was like oh maybe it is maybe it isn't and then yeah um when the official designs of the final designs came out i was like oh it's something completely different but i think now with this season i think they're really leaning towards yep. that sort of model absolutely uh, a couple of questions there just coming through Where's the starter packs none online? Well, we certainly have some on RGB collectibles burn, but I believe that that's not an SEC product. So again, for people that are just catching up now, you can get uh, a case with SEC or you can get retail boxes and you can also get two hobby boxes. There's no SEC exclusive. That's just a general sale product for the starter packs. Uh, will classifieds and numbers be in hobby also? Yes, they will. So the hobby release, as I just mentioned on, will have the common set, the mascots, essentials, milestones, classified numbers, iconics, instant wins, and also the carbon, the spectrums, and the platinum predictors. One thing, though, which I just need to confirm, and it doesn't actually say this, I don't know if the common parallels are in the hobby release. Yeah, it just says here the uh, collection base set. Yeah, so that might be something we'll follow up with select. Um, but if they're not, that's certainly a nice little bonus for the retail set, because as we touched on earlier in the show, they are, they're, they're a really nice looking card. Of course, and it's also just that added, uh, what they're definitely trying to do, so that, that differential between the retail product and the hobby product. So if they don't include the um, shiny parallel in the hobby release, then I'm happy to let the retail buyers win that one. Absolutely. So then we move on to the platinum predictors. Now, as we touched on at the start of the show, Prestige has been my love child over many, many years. But one of the downsides to Prestige, and you raised this point with me earlier today, that the platinum predictors, there was there were a couple of months later. So sometimes once the platinum predictors came out, there was no chase for them. There was either a clear Brownlow leader or there was, um, you know, there was just no reason to do it. For a lot of the field were like already out of contention. That's right. Whereas right now with Platinum Predictors being in play, not only for Brownlow, Coleman and Rising Star now, but you've got something that you can chase and speculate on that it's numbered to 60 that, you know, we try not to talk about the value too much, but there can be some really nice value adds down the track if you're into the the trading and the speculating side of things because all those platinums are live as of two weeks when they all come out of their boxes. Yeah, and I also said that there's going to be it's going to be a really interesting week from the ninth when this product is released to the start of the season. I'm really interested to see how collectors go about um, acquiring the platinum predictors for their collections whether you're a team collector, master collector, whether you're a speculator, yep. um, it's just, it's the riskiest um, predictor that 
I think select Tebbit. I think it's a very risky predictor considering you're buying it without one seeing the player even play a game in the season. Then you've also got to uh, come into account that you're going to hold that for 23 weeks and a lot can happen during that period of time. Sure. So I'm very interested to see how, um, especially in that early part of release, how people go about with the platinum. Do you think there's also the positives that because it's a team predictor opposed to a player predictor for Rising Star, mm -hmm. that you can actually hold a few more of them if you want to? So if you, you know, there's going to be certain teams with more young guys playing than others, you might be, if you're looking on your collect booklets, you can hold half a dozen platinum predictors or gold predictors of the Rising Star to cover all your bases. Well, you can, yeah, you can, like, as you said, you can, with the draft cl uh, classes, obviously some teams come into drafts with more picks than others. Yep. So I don't know, I'm too deeply into how many predictors you could, like, essentially cover the spread and like as you say hold them for a little while longer as multiple teams have multiple, uh, many youngsters like i'm a west coast fan i'm sure uh ruben jimby and elijah Hewitt are going to play early so it's instead of a one uh player predictor it could potentially be two um so yeah it's it's interesting it's new it's something that hasn't been done before so yep. i'm glad that we're trying to with selector trying something different and I think Jank said, yeah, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what select put out, it's gonna sell out. So yeah. I'm just I'm just happy that they're pushing the boundary and like trying something different to make our experience in the hobby a little bit better. Agree, agree. Uh Glenn McAllister, can we pick orders up in store from RGV um as only shipping is available? Yeah, it's all set up with shipping, Glenn, but shoot me a message after the stream and we'll uh we'll sort something out for you. Obviously, you're gonna be able to well, everyone's gonna be able to walk into the store and uh, buy products on release day, as with a lot of the other major hobby stores. Uh, but Glenn, reach out to me afterwards. Uh, how many players have the SIG version of the 300 game case card? Hayden asks. Four. Four, yes. Mark Murphy, Shane Edwards. Shannon Hearn. Shannon Hearn. Tom Hawkins. That sounds right. Let me just double check. Yeah, double check. Uh, da, 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 da. I know it's def one of them's definitely Shannon Hearn. Yeah, you're excited about that. I'm really excited about it. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's those four. So I can't find it right in a second. Oh, here it is. Mark Murphy, Tom Hawkins, Shane Edwards, and Shannon Hurd. So they are the four 300-game signature cards that will be one in seven cases, and that is only available through SEC. Um, so, yeah, if you want one of those, I suggest you go and buy a case. I've also just noticed, too, that there is subsidized shipping as well. So flat rate shipping for cases. So another little value add that Select are adding for SEC members, which would be great. I have a question. Jeff. Shoot. Um, so I've only been in the hobby since Optimum 2021. I haven't seen uh, 300 game case cards before. Obviously you've been in it a little bit longer than me. Yep. Just wanted to get your take on the return of them. What do you think? I know there are uh, for some collectors, it's a popular subset. So what do you think about them bringing back 300 game case cards? I think it's a it's a fantastic move. Um, there was a few logistics of why they didn't do it, is my understanding. First right. of all, there was a year where no one had 300 gamers. Really? Yeah, That's so there was a, a year. And then the following year, there wasn't really case format of any product to be able to buy to put them in. So they looked to catch them up and... Put them out and we certainly know we've got a lot of customers that come into the store 
long-term master set collectors that collect all the 300 game cards. They've been around for a long time. Well, a long time. Um, so they've been very popular. Fantastic to see that they're bringing the signatures back. Um, I don't think they've done that since 2019. Maybe Bob Murphy. Is that the Nick Rewalt one? Or is that uh, no, that's that Nick Rewalt's way earlier. But yeah, maybe the Bob Murphy one was the, the last one. Um, but really, really good that they've brought them back. Um, and again, another value add for SEC members, being able to buy a case and get those cards. True, I didn't actually think about that. So yeah, that's a that's a nice advantage. Good $99. <laughs> uh, best $99, best membership you can buy. Um, so let's come back to the essentials. So the essentials um, are one in six packs. So you get six of them per box in a retail box. Um, great looking card. But what I like is that they've now got an acetate version in the starter packs. Now, I have got to double check, but I've got a funny feeling they said on stream, or Lynn said, that there was only 350 of yes. each made. Yeah. So with all these mass market products, you have a situation where not all of the stock comes to market. So it's not like a numbered card that there's going to be lots of them um, floating around also distribution models as well of course of course so the fact that 350 of these will probably not appear that's going to be a fairly short print uh, version which then gets me to the next one of the uh, kmart exclusive uh, starter pack yeah. straight away both and i both of you and i looked at each other and said wow they are going to be super short print um i think they said 130 on stream was it so 130 of each of the players spread across the 250 odd kmart stores in well most of australia i'm guessing it's going to most of the stores um so many of those will not appear they are going to be really rare and a really tough set to put in so um very exciting not only for the hobby that they are moving into more mainstream stores to get the product, but also creating reasons for us to go and buy from these mainstream stores if we want to do full team sets and set collection. Yeah, well, the thing with the Kmart, um, uh, they can buy these, uh, the Kmart exclusive packs. Um, yep. Not only do you have the kid factor, which we talk about with footy stars, where um, cars just never surface, or they end up in a binder or they end up destroyed or whatever but you also just have the average average everyday buyer like you see a pack of footy cards on the shelf while you're at Kmart and you go oh I'll just pick one of them and then you rip it open you say oh I've got this pink parallel don't know too much about footy cards or like what the number like what the uh, approximate scarcity of them is like yep. so I'm just really it'll be very interesting to see again how um high of a priority collectors put the pink um essential on yep. their, if they're master set collectors on their list yep. um, just because you just don't know where they're going to end up or how many are going to surface. Yeah, well, it's going to be something that's going to be a fun chase. Um, I just saw a question here from Robbie O'Donnell. Will they backfill any players that hit 300 game mark while cases were unable to be bought? Well, Robbie, I believe that there is only eight of them. I will double check, um, but I think pretty much everyone's been covered. So... Again, we'll have to double check that once we get a better look at the list of them. But I think there were eight that don't have 300 game cards and there are eight in this release. So I think it answers your question that they have done it for all of them. 
um but we'll have to check yeah well i saw that i didn't i forgot that mark murphy even played 300 games so if mark murphy's in it, i'm assuming they covered all of them yeah yeah that's right um david hunter how do 300 game guards get distributed with broken down cases they're not available for broken down cases so they are only for sec cases that are bought through that program so i imagine if you do a calculation of the numbers there's only enough that will fill the cases for SEC. Um, that's my understanding. Again, we'll look to get some clarification on that. Um, lots of good questions coming through. Thank you. So look, very early signs without looking at the cards. It seems fantastic. Um, I really like that they have stuck with a hobby version of the product. Um, you know, only time will tell whether or not ditching prestige which is what they've done and substituted this in it will be a good move uh, my gut feeling is it probably will but opens an interesting discussion that maybe well we can talk about it very briefly now but what does that mean that's coming next there is a gap there is a gap and it's a quite a large gap as well if you want to think about what time the series two release usually so, drops it's series two is normally well it was mid-year they did brilliant they mixed it up with brilliance yes. last year a bit earlier but yep. July is generally when that Series 2 or Premium release comes out. Yep. There's a few months there. There's a few months. It usually comes out around finals time, so it'll be very interesting to see. Yep. Um, it will also be very interesting to see how hungry the market gets after the... Because Woody Stars is um, very accessible. A lot of it's being opened. Um, it'll be interesting to see how hungry the market is after this release. And if they're not burnt out by footy stars and if they've adjusted to the hobby release a little bit better than potentially jumbo yep yeah i'm just it does it opens many questions and i'm sure there'll be a lot of speculating by the community as to what select have up their slave absolutely and that's something we'll talk about on future shows for sure um so look overall very exciting i will just run through the details again for people that uh, haven't missed it so if you're an sec member sales are open now you can buy up to six boxes of footy stars retail or you can buy a case while the allocation is still open with subsidized shipping and of course those case cards that we've already talked about you can also buy two boxes of hobby please make sure you order those separately don't order them all together your order will get cancelled don't order it with top loaders or stands or anything like that um it will get cancelled. So make sure you do separate orders for your stock. Stock is available at RGB Collectibles already, as long as, as imagine, a lot of the other hobby stores will be selling as well. And for all the messages I'm getting through, yes, we will be posting some breaks. I'll start posting breaks after we get off air and I have a drink. Um, but really good release. Well done, Select. Well done, Lynn. You executed well again. Um, again, it just feels like, Butters, that they're continuing to try to add as much value as possible for every range that they are doing. They're trying to up the game every time. Well, when you give it, when you give it, it's hard to take it back. And I think yeah. that they're really just leveling up with the designs and they're listening to what people are saying. Like there was a bit of um, so-and-so response to jumbo last year they've obviously listened they knew they've obviously listened to maybe prestige was a little bit stale last year yep. listen to that again so yeah they've just made them they've made the year very flexible and yep. i think it, 
I think it set the tone for something. It set the tone for the rest of the year to maybe be something we haven't seen before. Absolutely. And the fact that they're trying to do new things like rolling product out to Kmart, which is completely new ways. I can see some, a couple yeah, of people commenting about that. Said, I think. Yeah, you're trying to get into new people, new kids, parents buying for kids. You know, those products are sitting next to MBA, all sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Pokemon. So Pokemon, all that kind of stuff. So again, really good that they are... Look, we, we knock select as we knock everyone. That's what we do. But when you do good things to continue to try to satisfy and also grow the hobby, you've got to give credit where credit is due. So, um, so far looks good. Two products, mass market and a hobby product where there's only 8,400 boxes. So that's uh, equivalent of 700 cases. That's the basically the optimum run. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's basically the optimum print run. Yeah, so that will sell out fast. So if you haven't gone on and collected your SEC or put your SEC order in yet, make sure you go and try to grab a case. Um, there will be limited numbers. I know they did say that there is not enough for everyone. So make sure you grab a case, grab your hobby boxes, support your local hobby stores, um, get involved in breaks, buy packets. Jenks loves a good servo packet. Um, it's a really fun release to consume and get involved in. And so, it's a fun time of the year as well. Footy's only what, like two weeks ago. Well, two practice games started exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, yep. the period, the eight period game started over the weekend, and um, but yeah, it's a very exciting time of the year for footy collectors. And like we're into the new year now, everyone's settled in to life of twenty twenty three. So yep. yeah, enjoy it. It's there to be enjoyed. This is what our hobby is for. It's a <laughs> hobby for a reason. Absolutely. So thank you. Make sure you go and check out the Slack website for all the details. There's the checklist, um, all the product information pages. Click in your SEC link if you are. If you're not an SEC member, as I said, you can buy stock at RGB Collectibles. And um, I can see a few people getting very excited about predictors for their teams. Um, thank you for joining us today on a Saturday afternoon. Butters, you have been fantastic and a welcome addition to the whole Card Authority team, not only off screen, but now on screen. You certainly allow me to talk a lot more than Jenks does. So I just also want to thank all the viewers. Like the last two episodes, we've been talking about how good the engagement's been. Yep. And um, even though if your um, question's not answered uh, on stream, the benefit of having me around now is that I actually go back and manually look yep. at all your comments. And when I start writing content or we have ideas about what we could do moving forward, it's all your comments are definitely in the front of my mind. So keep it up. And yeah, let's hope that Card Authority as as good a year as selectors started with. Absolutely. So thank you, Butters. Thank you, everyone. Um, it's a fun time. So go and get your boxes. Go and uh, get involved. Get in breaks. Go and support the business of cards. But most importantly, be kind to each other. It is a fun time of year, and certainly it's going to be a fun year. Enjoy the rest of your Saturday. Thanks, as always, for joining us here at Card Authority. And we'll uh, catch you soon. <laughs> Ciao. Uh, now I've lost my mouse. There we go. Thanks, everyone.